0: Like, Kyle, drunk on recording is just my favourite thing ever because because I have Snapchat memories that come up of that time where we got tipsy in my attic in Springwell in Edinburgh. And, like, we were making zero sense. I'm like, what the fuck? (laughs) Were we even... Oh, wait, am I allowed to swear? Am I allowed to swear? Yeah, it's called the
1: Bitchcrafting faggotry Podcast. Like, are you fucking shitting me? Has
0: everyone
1: got, like, a favourite swear word in general, though? Because mine is cunt or wanker.
2: I... (laughs) love like pressing them all together like cockshit wanker yeah something like that oh, like that's a, a really Pitch good tits one asshole
0: uh-huh so i get i get confused because my brain is in different languages so sometimes i'll swear in a different language and not even realize until people look at me like what the hell are you talking about so yeah, like, in english i would say fuck but yeah, then there you know. there are others where i'm just like you know Oh, the that be, shit. Yeah. you know Say. and people are like what <laughs> are you speaking human i'm like yes. pasta. Human? I pasta my favorite swear word of course
1: pasta. <laughs> <laughs> <Penne>. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: actually pen, I means a type of pasta but also penis so well done <gasps> oh, i that. love penne yeah, I love sucking <laughs> good
1: penny.
0: <laughs> really way too gay for this conversation right now. I'm just not Penny, sure. penny, penny. Oh no, no!
1: <laughs> Wait, what's cringing. vagina? No. Spaghetti.
0: Vag- no. You
2: can't just say bastards And hope I like, also mean genuine. Vagina telling
1: No, ricotta. vagina is like what? <laughs> we need to do a spicy intro. We, intro. we don't no. have
2: to do a spicy intro. Yes we do, because <laughs> This here's is the what thing. trips us up. No, it's not because this.
1: every single time it comes out fucking good and then everyone goes, Oh wonder what they're gonna do this time. Do you know More when not. I was
2: when I was doing your tarot card the other day, I wrote Live J Knight. and then I thought how cunt would Live be as a name? But live with an e Live
1: and Jane
0: Imagine right.
1: Sit, sit, thinking of the frogs from Shrek when they have the, <laughs> the king.
2: When
0: the fall. funeral, the frog funeral.
1: <laughs> it's like, well, somebody better be dying. I'm dying.
2: Imagine right. Set the set the scene.
1: Okay, wait, hang on. I'll do, wait, I'll do wind.
2: Daisy, you don't know where we are. Oh.
1: <laughs> okay, where are we? Where are we?
2: Imagine right. Where are child. we?
1: It's award always windy in the UK. Orchard.
2: Award show. Oh, um Right. Orchard. And the and the oh. award goes to everyone shut up, should up, shut up. Uh-huh. Live shut J up. Night.
0: Woo!
2: What? How good does that sound? I'm not telling you what to do. It also sounds <laughs> I'm better if not telling you what to do. It also sounds better saying. if it's
1: and the award goes to okay. Daisy Noir and everyone's like <laughs> <laughs> it just sounds better if I get the award. And then there's just one person that's like, I, yeah I'll clap, why not? It's me. It's me. Like, no, you, you would not clap, let's
0: be real. I would, <laughs> like you don't, mean, you would, know. You'd, so like, no, you'd be like. I would clap, I would clap. I'd be sitting next to Kyle gagging him so he doesn't do, but also <laughs> but clapping my face, like, <laughs> somehow. <laughs> See, when you do win an award, I'ma hold up a fucking sign. There's gonna be streamers, bitch. Like, I'm gonna throw you a parade when you do win an award. That's You'll be happen. holding up signs ready. at
1: my funeral because that's not gonna happen.
0: <laughs> I'm you not th- want- You think I'm gonna hold up. Si- I'm sorry. You think I'm gonna hold up sign? You think I'm that after you. you're dead, I'm going to. No, 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 no. Hang you. on. You think that when you have died and can no longer appreciate my time, effort, and money, yeah, I'm going to sit yeah. down and create a sign uh-huh. that you cannot read uh-huh. because you're dead. Explain what? the logic, please. Don't I don't get it. Get it. Like, it doesn't
1: all, make sense. Okay, so first of all, what are you asking
0: me? Also, I don't think I can attend your funeral because if you think that I'm the one you're gonna die first, like I think you're delusional. We that we all know I'm gonna go first. Like what the hell? What What do you think? No, I'm I gonna, think it's gonna be stick around. <laughs> it's gonna be me.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Let's oh, do it. You, you introduce it, but then I'll just repeat after you.
2: No, because oh. then it's we're gonna feel the delay. Hey Kyle, what do you want to do? (laughs) I just, I every time would just like to introduce it, but we have to spend half an hour with Daisy coming up with some way (laughs) to do it. I want a gimmick! (laughs) Why can't
1: I have one thing in this fucking thing? I do want the fucking work!
0: Listen, how how about a compromise? How about we do it, Kyle's way to begin with, that way every episode starts the same way, and then we'll put a fucking gimmick at the end, which is what Daisy would have done.
1: But there's always a gimmick at the end, that's when it ends.
0: I don't know, do I?
1: Fucking haven't been here that long. Like... I've only seen five minutes at the beginning. You <laughs> have to do our best Australian accent. Okay.
0: Okay. You realise I am half Australian, right? Yeah, I know. That's
1: that. It's kind of what I'm doing. Now. I'm not gonna lie to you.
0: Okay. <laughs> Hello
2: and what? welcome. Oh. To, no. <laughs> See. Hello and welcome to the Bitchcraft and Faggotry podcast with me, Kyle Broadhurst.
1: I'm definitely from Australia. It's Daisy Noir.
2: And joining us for this episode is someone who is actually half-Australian. Fuck you! Liv L- J Knight! <laughs> what Hello. Up? Hello! Hello! Hello!
1: Welcome G'day. to the
2: show! Oh, uh, you. Would you like to tell everyone a little bit about yourself, your pronouns? And just give everyone, just give everyone the flavour.
0: The flavor so I'm Liv as Kyle previously stated I'm a half Italian half Australian actor but I grew up in Vienna Um I went to drama school with the bitch with a well done good start, Liv. good start Liv I clearly <laughs> that- have great Reset. <laughs> reset. okay reset <laughs> <Enough said>.
2: <laughs> <laughs> number 2 I'm sure awkward I don't know awkward <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, I'm going to start over You um, touch my
1: coat zero? <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: my, my name is Liv uh, My pronouns are they, them Certain, oh my god, you've frozen again No, hello, oh,
2: you're, hello. Back. hello. you're back for us, we can see you Yeah, you're can fine you <laughs> you're, <just> like, <laughs> you're like, you <laughs> <schizophrenic." laughs> You're like Where are you? <laughs> Uh, um welcome to the show um, <laughs> so liv is here today to talk to us about uh the beloved concept um
1: we all know and love we know her we, we all love
2: them. we all know and love some of us love a bit too much um <laughs> can you can you tell us about this workplace because i'm i've been watching your instagram stories about oh. this workplace. which if <laughs> if you don't follow liv on um social media just do just for the vlogs about the workplace. <laughs> like
0: Have you got like a, of, like a whole
1: highlight reel of whole highlight story I wish, as well?
0: I wish I did. I didn't record them. I just do it every every so often I just post ridiculous things that happen to me and then people reply, like, Oh my god, your stories give me life. I'm like, Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. What, was that?
2: what I was asking is how do you end up in a how do you end up working at a place like that?
0: Okay, so um I work in a motorcycle shop for motorcycle accessories. So it's like clothing and kit outs and that and helmets. And, uh, and how do I work there? Well, I needed money. And I handed my CV in a window that said help wanted. And then I oh, well, that'll do hired
2: it. <laughs> me on the spot. I don't no.
0: know. How does and anyone you get a job? Change, you know? And
2: now I... you know everything about motorcycles.
0: <laughs> no, I know nothing. I'm such a baby. A... LAUGHTER It's literally me and like five guys, and they're all straight and cis, and they're all in their like 30s and 40s, and ride motorcycles and have worked there their whole lives. And I'm just like,
1: "Ah, You're in my entire personal hell. Yeah. Like, that's literally like webs. If if a church girl (laughs) sends me to hell, like, that's what it will be is just (laughs) cis, straight men. Just in. Listen, they they are actually really nice.
0: Like, I was quite worried, and like I said, I'm not out to them. I was quite worried about like you know just being myself around them and uh, they I think they know that I'm queer in some sense of the word because you know guys come into the shop and I'm like oh damn and then girls come into the shop and I'm like oh damn and then people whose gender is not apparent come into the shop and I'm like oh damn so I think they know on some level because um, I'm just drooling. I'm just drooling constantly
2: but it's <laughs> a there's fruit yeah. in, you can smell fruit in <laughs> there. Your, your
1: basket is quite fruity and the orchard is full. twatland <laughs> <Chocolate? laughs> twatland
0: <laughs> Oh, that's a fucking funny swear word. Twat. I didn't, I didn't know, like, I recently... Wait,
1: did? <laughs> my, my brain is struggling to find how you connected twat and the fucking chocolate. character, the chocolate guy <laughs> from, from SpongeBob.
0: No, <laughs> no, you, you said something earlier, like twat, what did you say? Twaddling? Twatford? What is something? say
2: <laughs> <laughs> <Twaddling>.
0: <laughs> I love twaddling pools.
1: I clearly I mean,
2: heard I molded, what I wanted.
1: I'm going to put my kids in twaddling pools. <laughs> no,
2: <twadling, laughs> twaddling <laughs> is the name of a character from a Charles Dickens novel.
0: <laughs> twaddling McGimmins. It's, okay. it's frustrating. Is the fact that I moved to Glasgow a year ago, and I was like, you need to fucking join." And now that you're thinking of joining, I'm thinking of moving to London. It's good.
1: Is, I mean, I was going to ask as well. Like, do you? I guess it depends on what kind of acting you do because do you do more like you know um go for auditions and self-tape kind of acting or or do you kind of write more of your acting um write more of your your own stuff because I think when you do self-tapes and and auditions and you kind of go for that sort of um Mm -hmm. you know way I want to say or path um Mm -hmm. then I think that yeah absolutely yeah, you know especially if you're an, an and sort of um you're not a scottish actor mm-hmm. absolutely do think that london or, or england at least would be the best place but if you're more interested in creating your own work i think yeah. that you can do that anywhere especially oh yeah uh, i would say if you're creating your own work the like i think me and, and kyle as well um then the, the place to be is actually where you have contacts, where you exactly. meet people because then it's like i can turn around if we're both in glasgow and i need someone to like help me film something or you know, read over a script or whatever, I can go to like all the people I know in Glasgow or even Edinburgh, Mm. do you know what I mean? And go help and they'll be like, cool.
0: That's a really good point actually. Um and the thing is like for me at the moment at least, Mm. it's probably more self tapes and auditions because I've always wanted to work in the like I grew up in theatre and I've always wanted to work in theatre and recently I've been getting a lot more like film and T V jobs or like Auditions for that, like on on tape, which is not really my forte. I'm not trained in that, but I'm you know getting more of that at the moment than theater. And I really, really want to do more like classical text work, which is all kind of London based. Like all of my auditions that I have gotten have been London based, and the money that I was spending, that I was scared to spend by moving there, like on rent, I ended up spending on trains. So I was yeah. like, well, what's the point? And in terms of like creating my own work, I would fucking love that. See see when anyone is like oh should we devise something do you want to write a script together do you want to do something I'm like hell yeah let's fucking do it and then we brainstorm and it's fantastic it's just me on my own I'm at a point in my life at at the moment where I don't really know who I am and my my brain's kind of muddled so every time I sit down and try to write something I, I either nothing comes out and it's like a block or everything comes out and then i end up over editing and i don't know what i like and what i don't i
2: completely agree with that um once upon a time i was writing a tv show um which i still do want to do at some point it's just i remember sort of doing it and having the sort of um sort of the point of it was to answer a question and while i was writing it i was like i don't know the answer to this question you know and i was like right i need to take some time and I, I still don't think I'm there to like know the answer to the question, to write it. So I feel like when that happens, that's when I'm going to go back to that. Yeah.
1: I think actors, uh, performers in general, but I think especially actors, uh, and maybe people will hate me for saying this, actors can be really fucking self-centred. Well, myself, yeah. in- myself included at times. Um, we're divas. Because, we're, divas. Because we're divas, but the issue is, is that when you're at drama school, I've said this before, but people will try and put you in a box, right? And define you we all know this right they'll try Mm -hmm. and define you put you in a box and if you don't fit that box you get left out and so i always think like a boss boss is a leader leads right and i feel like all three of us are leaders but then where when we went to drama school there were also some bosses who Mm. weren't necessarily right yeah. And also didn't necessarily listen. They were just like, I'm here now and I'm in charge. And I think it's because those people were put into boxes and yeah. they were acknowledged and therefore they were like, oh, I'm I'm in charge, I'm most important, me, uh-huh. me, 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 me. And so when people like us go, actually, I've got a voice, I've got an idea, and it might not necessarily be the best idea, but I've still got one, it can also like put us, it can be seen as like, us being in that same category so it lo- just looks like everyone shouting at each other and in reality yeah. some of us are leaders some of us are bosses
0: mm-hmm. yeah there was um I've never actually looked at it that way but it's interesting I feel like your description of drama school for us is like my whole life it's like oh people try are gonna try and put you in boxes and you're not gonna fit and I was like yeah. ah I've- fuck that's me but it's a good <laughs> segue it's a good segue i know segue. yeah i was gonna say <laughs> who, who decides
1: the boxes like you know i think the boxes were Deciding. put there a long 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 time ago and they're fucking it's been raining the boxes are wet <laughs> they are dirty that's a and analogy, they great to be yeah. away global
0: warming is, ha- is happening it's you happened know? like These the boxes world is dying they, they need, need to and you know,
1: recycle those boxes. <laughs> yeah, and just you know, do we need the boxes really? I was no. going to say get new ones, but no, we don't need them.
0: I don't. I, I don't think we do, and I think it's it's one of those things where it doesn't Let's matter.
1: A, I think it's just get a big cage and just fucking <laughs> naked fight each other. <laughs> is,
0: isn't it like isn't it like ironic how like even if you don't want to be put in a box, um, and you say you don't like labels and you don't want to be labeled as anything, even that is a box that yeah. people are like, oh, yes, you are in a non-labeled box, but here remember, is a box for uh, you. And I'm like, yeah. bish. <laughs> I
1: remember when we were, we were at drama school and we had, remember during industry week, we had a director in and we all sat in like a sort of horseshoe and, and she was there. And we asked her like, what were your sort of first impressions of us? Like, what do you think, not about us, but kind of about us as actors and what we should do, blah, blah, blah. Cause to be honest with you, at I didn't, no, none of us cared. We were just egocentric and wanted to know what someone yeah, else thought of us, Do you know what I mean? Like, that's the mm-hmm. thing is that in reality, every single one of those directors couldn't give a fucking flying fuck what they think of me. Uh. But in reality, I'm just sitting there like, I, I'm, just in, I'm just curious because like, I love it when people give me attention. Like I'm an actor, duh. <laughs> yeah. um, and I'm not gonna fucking lie about that. I wrote a fucking monologue about it. Anyway, um, went around the room and basically told everyone their boxes, right? So leading man, leading lady, Blah blah blah, all this kind of shit, right? Mm. Got to me, and I was like the last person, looked me dead in the eyes and was like, You're going down a different path from everyone else. And I was like, first of all, I'm gonna quit. <laughs> like, I'm not doing it anymore. And I was like, second of all, why are you reading my fortune? Yeah, what she the was hell? Like, and, yeah, do you know personal. what I mean? And she was like, oh no, you're gonna like, you're gonna go down a different path and like. You know i think you're gonna you're gonna do more of your own stuff and i was sitting there like you're hey. really saying that because i've brought in the fucking mighty boosh like uh, of they're, course they're i'm gonna write my own shit
0: they're like, saying that because they don't know what box to put you in so exactly. they're like ah yes different
1: yeah like, i don't give it, a shit yeah, because it, that's what i ended up doing but it's, it's still the, like yeah uh,
0: yeah it's the uh, it's
2: the other box isn't it it's like the, yeah uh-huh. it's this, like this other <laughs> yeah <laughs>
0: Straight, gay,
1: bisexual, other, Yeah, (laughs) that's
0: it. You can ask pretty much anyone in my year and I think a lot of the teachers will agree as well that I didn't ever stick to one thing like from first to third year I played a variety of characters that were gender blind, age blind, like nobody gave some of them weren't even human and I just would Mm -hmm. volunteer to take on those roles because I was like I don't want to be a leading lady, I don't want to be this, I don't (laughs) want to be that, like there was um, a production we done in second year <coughs> about, and it was uh, Top Girls. And someone from your year came up to me after the show. And anyone who saw that knows that I was not the lead. I was, and I didn't even go for the lead. I was just like a side character, great character. I had a great, a good time with it, but like, it wasn't, it yeah, wasn't yeah. like the lead. And someone from your year came up to me after and was like, "Why did you not go for, you know, Marlene? Like, why not? I could see you as that so perfectly. Like, you, you were one of the top girls." And I was like, ah. I really don't want to play that character. Mm-hmm. Like I just, and I, there's nothing wrong with that character. And I I love the way that the people who got cast as that character did it. I was like, oh my God, amazing. And I, ca- like at the time, I didn't know who I was. So to answer this person being like, why did you not go for it? Like I could see you in that. I was just taking it, it as flattery. I was like, oh my God, you see me as a leader? Thank you. But then I went home and I was like, oh no, I didn't go for that part for this reason. And like, even our head of year a director there was asking me about this after any big audition for any production was like why didn't you go for the lead and i was like because because i didn't want to because Mm -hmm. why
1: why is that a question like you go for the parts regardless of anything you go Mm -hmm. for the parts that you want to go for i used to go for like i used to go for the parts that i thought were funny because i like comedy i used to go for the parts that were funny the ones that were a bit fucking insane yeah. Um, and the ones that maybe got a quick snog.
2: I have I have a lot of things to say about what just happened. <laughs> go, <laughs> there go, there yeah. are a few things that you said as, as as we were going that I sort of picked up because um, one thing I do want to talk about is um, when you came out to us. Yeah. yeah me and Daisy actually, on, at, the, at the same moment.
0: Yeah.
2: At first, at first, it was like, oh okay, and then I really thought about it and I thought, you know, that makes sense.
0: Because... You are not the first person to say that to me. <laughs>
2: because speaking of drama school as you were talking about the roles and how roles felt for you i remember i don't remember what it was for i don't know if it was your showcase or a show you were doing you were doing a shakespeare piece and you played a male in it and i i remember seeing your process through that and watching you sort of come alive in it and how much you enjoyed doing it because i remember you journaling about it and and you really went into the role and it was something I don't I don't know if I'd seen you do something like it before but it was outside what you were being um pushed into as we all were and Mm. it's another frustration I hold with that place because were I to go back now I think I would have done a lot more of no this is who I am Mm. um than just letting people tell me watching you sort of come alive and really enjoy that and and just sort of being happy not it because it wasn't there were parts of it that you kept your femininity to that made it sort of more in between. So that when you came out and I thought about that experience, I was like, yeah, that kind of makes sense.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Well, to be fair, like, I mean, first of all, thank you, because that means a lot to me. Um, But also, like, you're not the first person that... See, when I came out to my family last summer, it was quite nerve-wracking. Like, Mm -hmm. definitely, I was terrified. And I came out to my mom first because she came to visit me while I was working in Sirencester. She came to visit me for two days and we had a lot of Prosecco at dinner. And then she, I, I said, you know, so mom, I have some stuff to tell you. Actually I was drunk, so it was more like, so oh, mother, I have some stuff I want to <laughs> talk about. And I was like, mamma mia, parlo. And then she was like, okay, like, what is this, you know? And I went, so I've, had, I've done a lot of thought, done a lot of meditation. I think I might be non-binary or gender fluid, uh, do you know what that means? And she goes, honest to God, she goes, oh, oh, I thought you were bi. I was like, yes, mother, yes, okay. So <laughs> then I, I drew up the, bisexual, the spectrum of sexuality. and the gender. She
1: knows there's an assignment. She's not just quite read it yet. Yeah. So, <laughs> but She'll get it in the end.
0: Yeah, so so we walked we walked her through it. It was fine. And then I came out to my sister and the first thing she said was, oh, okay, well, I didn't see that coming but it doesn't surprise me and I was like Mm -hmm. what what do you mean it doesn't surprise you she was like well Liv this this explains your childhood I was like what (laughs) she goes yeah you never she was like you never liked you never liked being put in any book you weren't you were like a tomboy you didn't know where to fit in with the guys or the girls you never know like you never knew where to go with that like especially in primary school and, and high school then afterwards you know it's very segregated in terms of guys over here girls over here and me being the confused little bean that i was i was like okay i guess i'll go here because this is what my body looks like so let's go um and then i told my oldest friend who, who's been through 10 years of school with me and she went again huh i didn't see it coming but also doesn't surprise me. I was like, what do you, what? <laughs> Did everyone know and the, I didn't. And she, and she went, well Liv, this explains your puberty. I was like, huh? The moment it clicked for me that I was, that I am non-binary or gender fluid. I, it was like a 2 a.m. thing. And I was scrolling through the depths of YouTube and I found this video and it was like explaining a little bit about what that is. And so I'd done some research because a lot of my friends were coming out. I was like, I don't really know what this means. And then I looked it up and I, something started to click. I was like, oh shit this might be me when i was 15 i was involved in a dancing accident i was like i had an injury from from dancing and i was in hospital for a long time and like had to re-get, regain the ability to walk and like i was in a bed for a month on morphine and like i didn't really move and i lost a lot of muscle mass and losing a lot of weight that way kind of put a damper and a pause in my growth like in my puberty it just stopped so i was I was still fairly slim and skinny and and like flat chested at that point. And then once I recovered, puberty hit me like a fucking bomb. And I thought, okay, uh, I must have an eating disorder. Like generally genuinely speaking, I thought this is just um this is body dysmorphia where you look at your body and it doesn't really fit how you see yourself and it looks different to you than it does to others. So I was like, this is what that is for sure you know and I went to therapy and they were like yeah so you don't like your body for these reasons I was like okay it's fun it's a mental health issue whatever and then this night in this pandemic when right, it was 2 a.m and I was scrolling like what the hell is not binary and I found out and I discovered what gender dysphoria is I was like okay. okay I literally it just it was a moment for me where I was like I was never like I never had an eating disorder it was just I wasn't comfortable with how I was being perceived all of a sudden because my body changed and people couldn't just say, oh, this is your child or this is your kid. It was suddenly like you are a woman and this is the box you're in. And I was like, I didn't, it's not that I disliked the box, but it was still a box and I didn't really feel much connection to it.
1: I used to have these conversations all the time with a guy that I worked with. I could tell that he was genuinely through all the jokes and the laughter and stuff, he was trying to understand. Um, and we had these com- this conversation. And I was just like, every single day that we do more research, more things are being discovered. Because people can argue, oh well, it you know, being non-binary or transgender or, or or anything like that wasn't a thing like you know 50 years ago. And it's like, yes, it fucking was. It it's was. Just that it's people just... didn't know what it was, and they was doctors would say, oh no, there's something wrong with you.
0: When I look at my life. It does make sense. It does add up, like all of the things that I went through in puberty and in childhood as well. Um, like it makes sense that I ident- that I am this way. But but honestly, the the, the trigger for me was TikTok because I was like I had no clue how many people are out there making videos about this, and I, it was just so lovely to see, mm-hmm. and it felt really good. And I ended up coming out to my agent. Um, and I was like, hey, so you've got, you know, you've got female clients and you got male clients. And do you know what non-binary is? Bracing myself, you know, I thought she's going to let me go. She's going to think I'm crazy, whatever. Because um, internalized fear and also so much imposter syndrome where still to this day, I'm like, can I identify this way? Am I am I non-binary? and Am I fluid enough? You know, is this what that is? Am I just faking it? You know, I don't know. So I came out to her and she went, against all of my expectations just went oh yeah sure we know what that is um we've got an binary box for our clients if you'd rather be put on that and I was like yes please
2: (laughs) yeah I guess I guess we should sort of start although we've already started but um I want to talk to you about your journey because um when we spoke about this episode you were saying to me a lot about how significant this journey has been for you Sort of, um, over the past couple of years, sort of coming to terms with this part of yourself, why? Why? <laughs> no, <laughs> just why? <laughs> <And> why? <done. laughs> oh, <fuck. laughs>
0: Take from that what you will. Can, can you repeat the question? Can, we use it it why? <laughs>
2: can you use it in a sentence? Um,
0: <laughs> I just spell it.
2: <laughs> well, now this this is the question. Where... When <laughs> <laughs> the question the question is what? <laughs> <Stacey>. <laughs> the question is where are you now on that journey? Where have you been, and mm-hmm. where is the where is the future for you?
0: So um, where was I? a you know, confused kid who thought that they had to fit in a box based on the body that they were in. And the first time that I actually acted in anything, I ended up playing a little boy. It was a role where you know the girl had to play the boy, it was an opera, and the girl had to play the boy because nobody wow. else could sing that high. I started crying backstage because I was like, no, I'm going to go outside and everyone's going to think I'm a boy. Like, no one's going to know I'm a girl. And then I went on stage and loved it. And that began the confusing Confusioning journey. That is what I am. Um, you know, uh, I didn't really give it much thought at the time. I didn't really know what it meant and why I felt so freeing to just kind of dress however the fuck I wanted, regardless of what people thought. And then, um, and then, yeah, you know, puberty happened, and I, I started to get really confused about my body. And I leaned into femininity because I thought that's what I had to do. Um, came to drama school. You know, got hit. In the face by a pandemic, and, and had nothing much to do except for think about who the fuck I am, and then a lot of my friends started coming out as non-binary and gender fluid, and I was like, "Huh, what? What exactly is this?" And I always had like a lot of respect and and um, admiration for anyone who chose to come out. And you know, obviously, I'm I've been out as bi since I was 13, 12. I don't know. I've always never I've never given a fuck about gender, mm. and. I've always been attracted to the person rather than the gender that's always been clear to me that's why i was like oh am i bi am i pan who knows um and it didn't really ever apply to me and then what happened was is i was actually <laughs> i was actually on a date, and the person i was with like found out what my stage name was and it's olivia j knight which is different from my actual name and um he loved it. He was like, oh, Miss Night*. Okay. Miss Night*, like creature of the night. And I love creature of the night. Okay. We're here for that. Definitely a big Rocky horror, but Miss Night* was a problem. And I was, <laughs> we were, we were getting busy, you know, and I was suddenly crying and mid panic attack, you know, fully nude. And I was like, this is not normal. This shouldn't happen. So then I left and I ended up having a visceral reaction. Like I spewed and I was like, well, this is new. This shouldn't look, this isn't really, has never happened to me before. Um, and then i done a lot of research. Like I said, a lot of my friends came out and I was like, what does this mean? And I looked it up and it was 2 a.m. and I fell down a YouTube hole. I fell into NB TikToks and I was like, ah, what is this? And then realized this is me. I'm still dealing with the fact that my my gender identity is fluid and is, is ever changing. And I have certain days where things like certain pronouns are okay and certain days where they just aren't. Um, I have days where I deal with more dysphoria than others. Like this is like, I, I mentioned earlier, like I didn't think I could be non-binary or anything. I didn't think it was an option because, or I, I didn't think I could have dysphoria. I didn't think that was something that was valid for me because I didn't feel like changing my body. I didn't feel like I was born in the wrong body. I'm proud of my body. I love it. And I, I know it's been through a, a hell of a lot. It's fucking strong. And it's like, I'm I'm grateful for it. It works, you know, it's able. So I'm like, great. That's fantastic, which means I can't possibly have dysphoria. It turns out I can and I have <laughs> where would I like to go? I, I want to cut my hair um, not because that's what I think is supposed to happen in order to seem more androgynous, but because I think it has been it's always been more me. The, the last question I think was where do I want to go with this? I want I want to get to a place ideally where I don't care because at the moment I'm very much still nervous about coming out to people. There's not a lot of people who know in my direct surroundings, like my workplace and stuff like that, nobody knows in that sense. I get misgendered on the daily. And when that happens, yeah, I feel like punching people, but also I'll just swallow it. And I'd love to be able to get to that point where I don't internally scream Mm-hmm. and i just can be like yeah whatever they perceive however they perceive me is a reflection of them not me
1: well i was gonna actually ask you one of the questions that i have so like if someone gets your pro and this goes out to i think all of us mm-hmm. um is- if someone gets your pronouns wrong mm-hmm. how do you handle that because i've been in situations where i've said because i didn't know i wasn't aware mm-hmm. um i've said the wrong pronoun and then kind of immediately corrected myself either just just correcting myself because I go oh that's what I meant to say or or so they've gone actually it's this and I've gone oh my bad if you're in a position where someone misgenders you Mm -hmm. um obviously how do you figure out their meaning behind it for example a if they know if they're aware Uh um and then b if it was if they know and they are aware was it a Mm -hmm. mistake um and then if they do you know what I mean? And if, if they know and yeah. they are aware and it wasn't a mistake, how uh-huh. do you kind of navigate through that successfully without kind of making yourself feel
0: shit? Well, uh, so first of all, it's a it's a great question, uh one that I ask myself on the daily. Um mm-hmm. it, it is very much context. So like if it's somebody that I don't know and who doesn't know, I still am very kind of feminine presenting. Like my hair is long, I have like I you know, I don't really bind my chest particularly often if sometimes i do but it's not like something that i do on the daily i still you know wear jewelry and things that are maybe considered to be more feminine and so yeah people who don't know me are going to assume i'm a girl and and that's 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 the case for me until i change my appearance i know that this is something i signed up for when i came out i knew that until i changed my look people were just going to assume like they have my whole life so when somebody doesn't know I don't have it. if I feel safe around them you know if, if we're having a good night out or something I'll just be like oh by the way it's they them and then hopefully they take it in a good way and they're like oh my bad no worries and then they'll correct themselves and move on it's great when that happens that's my favorite yeah so I
1: was say, do you think that if you obviously you're saying you you feel like you present yourself as more you know stereotypically fair let's mm-hmm. say um do mm-hmm. you feel that if you then change your appearance to what some may consider stereotypically mask. Do you think that that would be yes. the exact same problem, just the opposite? Or are you hoping to achieve more of a gender neutral look?
0: Yeah, personally, I'm I'm hoping to, to confuse the fuck out of the cis people. Like, I want somebody to ask me, what are you? Because I can't tell. That to me is like the biggest flex. If someone doesn't know, and I have gone out in full drag uh, before, just to the grocery shop, just to see if I could pass. And people have asked me, and I, it's happened, It—it it happened once where someone outright asked me what my pronouns were, which was like, I wanted to take them home. I was like, I'm ready to, you, this is I'm ready to go. Like, this is an amazing question. See if, uh, see if someone who like I've come out to knows what my pronouns are, they know that I'm non-binary and they get it wrong. I'm not going to be angry at that. How could I possibly be angry at that? That's just, that's a force of habit. I still sometimes misgender myself when I'm talking about myself. Like, I get it. It's... I'm the one it's, it's the most confusing for. Like I, when people say, oh, it's just so hard to get, like, it's so hard, it's so confusing. I'm like, yes, I am aware. I am the heart of the confusion. I get it, like, I know. So I'm not angry if people get it wrong because of force of habit. And when I do correct them, if they just move on, that's great, they apologize, and move on, it's fantastic. Um it's annoying to me when somebody, if I come out to them and say, I'm non-binary gender fluid and unfortunately, like, luckily, most of my coming out journey has been extremely positive like I've had so much support and everyone's been super accepting and there's not pretty much of an issue but there are some people that I came out to who reacted very differently from what I expected and it was very much the what that's not real like you're making that up or okay yeah you'll grow out of it it's a phase and when that happens I'm just like all right you'll see like yeah <laughs> whatever
2: um Daisy had you a conversation. Um, around about around about gender at at some point where i said um for me my my sort of relationship with gender is that pronouns don't matter to me in that if someone were to give me uh call me by uh, something other than he him it wouldn't bother me because gender is not important to me daisy said to me but for you which i now agree with is it's not an identity situation it's more of an attitude or a thinking. I don't quite know I don't quite know how to put how I feel because my own relationship with gender is, is confusing and, and...
1: You kind of said it, but there is a difference between really struggling 100%. with your identity and who you are and, and actually mm-hmm. questioning it and then also being against the way that society has um, conformed hmm. us. So I think the reality is um, trying to aim to get to a better place with ourselves and with our friends and with the world. Um, where we don't have to conform like we don't you know we don't have to go right well everyone sees me as a girl so I'm going to try and dress like the opposite sex or or you know androgynous and it's just simply I'm going to dress how I want and if people and people can
0: assume what they want yeah the reason I chose non-binary and they them is because I just don't believe in the concept of being a woman or being a man and I know that some people feel super comfortable with those labels. I'm just not one of those people. And I don't want to be defined as such. I just want to be me. I just want to be live. And there. I don't want there to be a connotation of, oh, live is this way because she's a girl or live is this way because she's a man. I just want to be mm. live and their gender doesn't matter. People I think are scared of what they don't understand. And that's been the case for pretty much anything. That's why, you know, being gay or being, you know, ambiguous in any kind of way whether whether it's sexuality gender race age whatever if people can't put a label to you they start to feel intimidated and scared and when they are scared they get angry and they want to fight whatever is different because if it doesn't fit into the norm they can't control it and so it is scary to come up you know and and to be open about it because you never know who's listening and you never know if you're going to be safe or or whatever and and i have had some people like on social media since changing my pronouns, actually messaging me privately and feeling the need to ask questions, which I thought great. I encourage curiosity. Let's do this. Let's talk about it. And then follow up with like with like anger and low key. I've, I've had a threat and I'm just like, I don't I don't know I don't know what this what business this is of yours that <laughs> that mm-hmm. how I identify. Who fucking cares? Like it's none of yours. I don't care. So like why? Um, like- why, why does what you identify know. as affect them in any way whatsoever, you know? It shouldn't. Yeah. It shouldn't. Um, I think it does. And, and if, it, if it does, then that maybe says more about them. And I think that it's such a weird topic to even yeah. approach. Yeah. Like Gender as a whole is a fucking weird construct that I've never understood. And I think people question it all the time. And when they do, great. Like if you think about it long and hard enough, we are technically all fluid as fuck well. because in terms of our bodies, yeah okay so some people have penises, and some people have vaginas and some people have both and some people have neither so why have we decided that there's only two boxes and that this is what they mean there's
1: there's this thing that i have where it's like you know obviously as you grow up you learn things right we, we know this and if you have an idea in your head and it's something that you've not, sometimes you don't but it's I like didn't. you have an idea in your head about like you have an idea about something right and you learn how something works and then someone comes along to you and says, that's not how it works. Now, you know, obviously, yes, it depends on how they approach it. If they scream and shout at you, like, yeah, I'm going to scream and shout back. But if I if I grew up my whole life thinking that it is just male and female, and then someone comes along to me and says, actually, there's other things than that besides that, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just going to go, really? Tell me more. <laughs> because... Yeah do you know what i mean I, I you know why would you not want to expand your your knowledge and why would you not want to you if you don't understand. know something that's totally groovy but like if someone comes along and says i know about that thing probably more than you do fucking ace tell me because i have no fucking clue yeah. you know
0: well that's a wonderful that's a wonderful way of looking at it and i think you know there's a lot of people who get really nervous about asking questions and who feel uncomfortable talking about it and they ask they're like ooh you know, if it's not too much trouble, like, can you please elaborate on what this means? And I'm like, you don't have to get awkward, it's fine. Like, curiosity and I encourage, I encourage anyone who's listening to please ask questions, because by answering them, or even thinking about them, it's given me more clarity as well in myself, and it might give others more clarity. And to be honest, like, yeah, I think the takeaway is just ask people questions if you don't quite know it's not if you don't if you don't have malicious intent conversation okay (laughs) we will answer these questions we also we've probably asked them in our heads as well anyway and again if just in general i think a good rule is just really what i've just something i love doing now is just asking people their names their age and their pronouns i'm like these are this is the basic information that i would like to know and then and then we can go from there and and that's, you know, just I, think just I, have, I have four
1: questions. It's, it's name, age, pronouns. What is your ideal Tesco's meal deal? <laughs> Those are the only that's things good, I care that's about. That's a good one. <laughs> that's that's
2: a good one. <laughs> 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 okay, fuck your pronouns. Do you have a Red Bull or a water? Exactly. <laughs> like,
1: Vibina hey. or Oasis? Yeah. Go.
2: <laughs> my philosophy on the whole thing now is just like, hello, how would you feel about my penis or bum? Mm-hmm. And, and if they say no thank you yeah i say yeah i'm gonna go cool. over here now yeah <laughs> and that's that's us yeah. well he
1: has he has asked me this multiple times and i keep saying carl i'm not interested <laughs> and he keeps going okay and then to so the other side of the room the corner and then just sort of turning around the and wall, then coming back yeah yeah <laughs> he'll sort of turn around face the wall for about five minutes i'll turn back on the tv and then he comes there back he and then you're just like, how do you feel now? <laughs> um, All right. So I think my final question that I have, um, and this kind of goes out to, to both of you. Um, what do you think that we can do as individuals and as like groups of people um, to try and make or try and help those who don't understand, understand?
0: Well, I think the whole thing starts quite early on. So with your kids you know whether you have kids or maybe you work with kids or you're teaching kids in schools make sure that they know that it's okay to identify however they want and make sure that they know it's okay that they can like whoever they want and that it doesn't mean that you're less of a person and then obviously there's there's people who are no longer kids and whose minds have been made up and who have kind of their own way of looking at things and in that case i just think you know If people are scared of what they don't understand help them understand like explain to them what exactly is going on stay calm try not to take their anger personally because it probably isn't personal Mm -hmm. um and just explain you know this this system isn't for me and I don't really need your validation your opinion you know you can have it and you're entitled to it it's valid but I'm only going to care about it if it doesn't hurt me or become a detriment to my life and so this is how i choose to identify i identify as me if you have a problem with that and you perceive me as something different then i'm going to perceive you as a bigot i would just i would just kind of calmly explain what is going on and hope that they don't explode and tell them that you know it doesn't it's it's okay if they don't understand that's another thing but like you know i feel like it's important to acknowledge like it's okay if you're confused it's okay if you don't understand because unless you're going through it, chances are you won't be looking this up. You won't be questioning this. You won't be taking the MI non-binary quiz online at two in the morning.
1: Buzzfeeds, um, of
0: course. Yeah, obviously. Buzzfeeds, um, uh-huh.
1: Next to the which garlic bread am I? Yeah, of course, yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which garlic bread am I? Am I not which, binary? <laughs> which cheese? Which cheese am I, okay? Am I yeah, more like yeah. a mozzarella? Am I a pomegranate gembory? Am I gay? Like, who, who even am, am I? Am I
2: gay cheese? <laughs> I, took that, I took that quiz once and I'm the, like, the American cheese. You, you know, are, you're like, like that slaps. really
1: sort of sickly cheese.
2: One thing that I, sort of comes across the community for me is lack of information. So I think... I sort of have to agree with what Liv said there, just to be like, have, because a lot of us now, like a lot of people our age have gone, because it wasn't in their education growing up, um, they've gone, I, I never knew that this was me,
0: yeah.
2: uh, because I just I just didn't know how people like me felt, and, and that how I felt was how these people feel. Um, so I think it's just about working in new ways for this information to be, openly available for people um and not have too much of people having to do their own work to figure these things out i think when people say like you mentioned earlier i think daisy when people say oh well it wasn't around when so and so or so -so." when i when i was younger it's because the information just wasn't there people felt this way but the information wasn't there um so just i think for people that are genderqueer non-binary um, to just be vocal and open and honest, like Liv has done today by coming on and talking about this, is really going to help people understand, you know? And if there were people out there that did this more, as, as they are now growing, um, I think we're going to move towards something better. And also, if you are cisgendered, um, please support genderqueer, non-binary and trans people where you can. Uh, one way to do that is to get non-binary be legally recognised by this government so if you see petitions if you see protests please go to them please attend them if you're able and just let's let's get this country moving towards a world that is more, more comfortable and more safe thing. for everyone
1: I think also um, to the maybe cisgendered people that are um, listening or watching which I don't know how many of them <laughs> <laughs> they will be um everyone is I gay think, we yeah, know we
0: see you. you fucking. we, we know it
1: we accept it we love it
0: um, i am
2: sis <laughs> s-i-s
1: bitch and i'm sick gendered I'm sick <laughs> for anyone listening i did a cool rad pose cisgendered people and kind of anyone that is confused i think when people come to you for the with this information um when people come to you with this information it is it can be really difficult and i think that um your job is to just kind of imagine try and imagine what these people are going through how confused they might be um also remember that usually these people are coming to you because they love and trust you so i just think you have to remember that if if your daughter or your, your child or your parent or anyone that you hold dear to you comes to you and comes out with something like this. Just remember who they are. (laughs) And and if you don't understand, ask them questions, do your own research as well. We always say this, but do your own research as well. Um, And I think for any of the sort of queer people listening, if you have people in your life that don't understand, try and be patient with them because most people who don't understand, I say most, will at some point come around because it is a difficult thing to process for everybody. But everyone just remember that the second everyone loves and accepts it, everyone will be happier. And I think that's, that's what we
0: want in general. That's a really, that's really wonderful. And I think that, that that's something that I, somebody said, it's gonna it's gonna come up in my rec for rec section anyway, but uh, somebody gave me a, a tip, a really helpful tip on how to come out to people who I might be nervous about coming out to, or I might be scared because I know about their views and maybe their, um, you know, how they feel and their religious views or whatever like I might for whatever reason if I'm nervous about telling someone who I am a good way to do that is to go hey I'm going to tell you something and the reason I'm telling you this is because you are one of the people that I trust and love the most and I know that you're going to accept me no matter what and thank you for that in advance also by the way big fucking queer that's a good way you know like just kind of Mm -hmm started out by 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 laying out the information like I trust you and you are the person that I am sharing this information with they are going to be far less likely to be so angry at you when they when they have heard that part of you speak because mm-hmm. then they know you respect them and you want you want their you want nothing from them apart from you know maybe some acceptance and mm-hmm. yeah. the best response is great yeah. I don't care what pronouns would you want me to use like that's the great it's the best response I think one of the worst reactions that I've, uh, or not worst reaction, one of the weirdest things that to me is like, oh, please don't do that, which I totally get because when I wasn't out yet, I would do this to people as well. I'm guilty of this, whoever's listening. So if you've done it, don't feel bad. Mm. See if somebody tells you their pronouns and you get it wrong and they correct you, don't then go, Oh my God, I'm so sorry. That's horrible of me. I'm so, so sorry. Like, please, please forgive me. Like, I'm so, so, so sorry. That's awful. And like, dig yourself a hole because that then prompts the person to have to go, it's okay. Like, don't, like, don't worry. It's okay. And it really isn't okay. But it's not like, it's not the end of the fucking world. I'm not going to blame you for it if you got it wrong. It's fine. Just, you know, practice, correct yourself, and move on. It doesn't have to be this like massive big deal unless you make it one. For anyone struggling to come out you know tell, remind the people that you love them and you trust them and for yes, anyone yes. who's listening and who has just been come out who's who's been I'm come coming. out too yeah who has been coming out for anyone who's come
1: <laughs> i feel like i'm a Texan man sitting on a, on a porch with like a, a cigar like, y'all yeah we don't get we don't take no kindly to strangers in this town <laughs>
2: That is, I that is see. your vibe.
1: That is my vibe. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Liv, you are... That would move us on to our ret for rec section. Now, for those of you that are just joining us, our ret for rec section is a collection of myself, Daisy and the guests' recommendations. <laughs> Liv has gotten very comfortable. Um, <laughs> for those of you gone. listening, I've gone Liv, horizontal. Liv is now being painted by <laughs> some artist <laughs> off screen. Um... <laughs> Our rep for rec section is just a collection of books, films, music, songs, food, anything. It's a real wide spectrum of stuff that we just believe people will benefit from knowing about. So, with that said, live as our guest of honor for this episode, you get to start us off. What is your rep for rec for this episode?
0: Okay, so like I said, I do have two. I mm-hmm. hope that's okay. Yeah. Um, the first one is on topic. And it is a wonderful person called Jeffrey Marsh, whom if you don't follow them, absolutely do. They are a non binary advocate and zen teacher on Instagram, but also on TV. And I just love them. I thought at first when I listened to their stuff, I was like, okay, so it's a little bit it's a little bit too zen for my taste. And then the more I tuned in, I was like, oh my God, representation and topics that actually mean something to me. So yeah, Jeffrey Marsh is phenomenal. Definitely look them up follow them all of the above um and the second one is my i've been bragging about this woman for fucking ages and i you better fucking take note everyone who's listening if anyone feels like that the pandemic has made them just stop moving yoga with adrian she's a fucking amazing teacher she's on youtube she's got the biggest yoga following ever and she has a, a practice for literally everyone you can't say it can't be an excuse of oh i'm too old for that or i'm too injured for that or i've got cramps and i can't do that she has a section for everyone so if you type in yoga with adrian yoga for when you're depressed yoga for when you're nervous yoga for when you're old yoga for when you feel dead inside she literally has one for everyone it's free and it's online you can do it at home with nothing much you don't even need a mat for it so definitely Can I be do better. it like in my bed feeling all of the, of the above you, <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, quite quite literally yeah she has one where it's like oh um you know use pillows and a duvet as your prop done, so done. yeah work you are my, recs. <laughs> uh, my
2: rec for rec for this episode is courtesy of Liv because i've stole it from their instagram story it is uh owen j hercom which is the they are <laughs> the Uh, First non-binary mayor uh, elected into office in Wales. Uh, They are worth following on Instagram, just getting amongst all their stuff that they're doing. Because um, not only are they the first non-binary mayor, but they are also pretty fucking cute. So, um, if they happen to be listening to this episode and want to slide... What's up? Um... What up? We're all interested. (laughs) All of us. All of us are interested. I don't know
0: if I am. Choose your fighter. (laughs) Let me just find you right there and just uh, Just
1: hang on a sec. Okay, two
0: seconds. We're just
2: going
1: to see if... Hot hot Mare, if you're listening, just wait one sec while I make a
2: Wait one second while Daisy makes a decision
1: as to whether or not
2: she'd like to throw her hat in the ring.
1: I don't have a hat, but I'll just throw something.
2: All three of us, uh, all of our Instagrams are linked in the link tree, so follow where appropriate. Me and Liv will work out like a, a polyamorous thing. We uh, will be in Wales shortly and we will find you. We will be about <laughs> Daisy.
1: We'll, um, I'll just be in bed to be honest with you. Apparently, <laughs> my rec for rec is a um, Brazilian drag artist um, called Gloria Groove. I have sent Kyle uh, a recommendation a couple times, he keeps ignoring me. So, no, I listened. Mm hmm. So, <laughs> fucking bibbidi motherfucking bops, guys. Um, so, like, the first song I listened to of theirs was um, Yo Yo which is basically a song about shaking ass. And I just, I'm here for it. There's another one called Bonakita. I'm probably pronouncing that wrong, um, but it's basically, I think it translates to like doll or something, I believe. They're literally like in, in, in all of my playlists.
0: Um, I'm obsessed. I've just looked them up. Oh my yeah, God. Yeah. <laughs> so good.
1: Follow them on Twitter as well. I find them really okay. attractive. I'm not gonna lie. Um, yeah. Rep
2: for rep. So, so essentially, today's Ret for would were just a send note, if anyone would like to fuck us.
1: <laughs> I was just going to say, all of the links to our Ret forex as well as everything we've mentioned, will be in our link tree. And all of the links to our previous Wreck for Wrecks, will for Rex for any of those who have just hit puberty. Um, <laughs> <laughs> any of the links for our Ret forex previously previously um, will be up on our uh, Instagram story highlight thing. Whatever um but yeah any final thoughts guys before we we finish up
0: Liv? any final thoughts uh be who you want to be love who you want to love stop giving up a fuck about how other people identify because there's none of your beeswax stay out of it no.
2: <laughs> uh my final thoughts for this episode would sort of be to echo that and also to just say if you struggle with your gender identity or the people around you aren't accepting of you just know that you're not alone there are people out there that will accept you that will love you there are spaces for you it's just a matter of finding them and if you're in a position where that's not something you can do right now um hold out until you can and there are people out there that will love and accept you and there is nothing wrong with you
0: Also, I just have to just beautiful, beautifully said. But I just have to add on that if you are listening, and you don't know who to go to for help, and there's no one else that you know of, you know, feel free to reach out. Our Instagrams are open. Just DM us, and we'll be, we'll have a chat. At least I I speak for myself. Like, yeah, no, we we always
1: say as well, like, um, anything that we talk about in any episode, if you are struggling with it or you have any questions or anything like that, our DMs are always open, day and night. Yeah
0: um yeah in multiple time zones so like they're yeah, just apparently. messages it's gonna be okay yeah, absolutely um
1: and yeah i think just echoing off of all of that um completely agree don't be an asshole. um have conversations we say it every single fucking episode it needs to be on merch but uh, it's every single episode it seems to be true have conversations um fuck who you want fuck who you like <laughs> and i think that's i'm just gonna know that really
2: but fuck who you want and fuck, fuck who, who you like that's all i like because i'm gonna stop so
0: with that said <laughs> I, have, I have one final thought yep, before yeah. we close off go ahead that, thank you both for not only having me but for doing this because there's not a whole lot out there, at least not for me growing up, where I could just listen to people talking about this kind of stuff. So thank you all for taking your time and doing this because it is definitely appreciated. You're welcome. No. Uh-huh, um, thank, <laughs> You're thank
2: you for saying that. But um I think from my perspective it was just it's just about doing what's right. Um so
0: yeah, we're not, <laughs> so... we're not heroes, everyone. We're just people. Yeah, You're not just the all, heroes yeah.
1: wear capes. Some of yeah. us headphones that from Poundland. <laughs> yeah.
2: So, so to, anyway. to sort of round us off,
1: eat the rich, feed the poor.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so, thank you so much for listening. Thank you, Liv, for joining us today. Thank you for trusting us with your story. We really appreciate having you here. And uh, if you have enjoyed this podcast, feel free to leave a rating and review of the podcast so we know that you, you've enjoyed it. And also, if you're watching us on YouTube, uh, subscribe, like the video, hit that notification bell. I don't know what it does, but that's Smash what everyone that says. Smash that
1: like button and Smash don't Smash that like button.
2: It. Okay. We're
1: out of <laughs> the closet.
0: What are you talking about? What do you mean? We're out. Imagine
1: we're if out. we that's weren't.
2: Still recording.
1: No, <laughs> we're not like tapping out or anything. It's, still, it's
0: still, like, on my, on my screen, it still says we are recording. Oh, that's but...
1: my... Sorry, I forgot. <laughs>
0: Daisy's
2: trying to t- trap you. I'm like, so what do Daisy's
1: you really think about? Daisy's trying to get a call?
2: confession. <laughs>